Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Turn to your neighbor, tell him, say, I am full of emotions. See, I thought, y'all don't know what I was fixing to say, did you? <laughs> Ain't everything for public consumption, Bradley Weber. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Hey, let's do something real quick before um, we get going. I need your help with this. I need you to lean over to the person sitting to your, your immediate left. If you don't have one to your left, then go right. Um, if you're by yourself, find somebody real quick. Just do this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Real, 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 real quick. Just lean over and give them one of those little sniffy doos, you know, like you smell something, you know, but a good smell, good smell, good smell. And then just look them right in the eyes and go um, say, I'm loving the new soap that you're working with. <laughs> Tammy Kiefer's looking at me like, man, you just don't know. Y'all ever smell funky soap? We were in the mall yesterday, and it was one of those... Uh, it's not your, it's, it's a frou-frou soap. We were, we were doing what she wanted to do. Those of you that were here last, last week, you remember what I said, do what she wanted. We were there in the frou-frou area, and there's this weird soap that had all these things coming up out of it. I don't, are you supposed to bathe yourself with it? I don't know what it's for, but I smelled one, two, and they all smelled good. I went to number three. What do you use it for? Like, to... Clean your oil, I mean, your, your car, I, I don't know. Your oil pan, I don't know. It was nasty stuff, nasty stuff. Somebody said, what's that got to do with the message? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. So today we're going to be talking about emotions. I went back and started thinking about Mariah Carey. I'm not going to go there, I'm not going to go there, but I do remember in my 1980. I don't know, it might have been 1970, Chrysler LeBaron convertible with the scoop on the back, riding down 19, listening to Mariah Carey talking about, y'all know it, y'all can fill in the blank, I'm not going to go there, I might get distracted, y'all just too serious for me, we are full of emotions, we are full of emotions, every one of us has a basic set of emotions, and it's those emotions that drive us and carry us through our day-to-day activities and responsibilities. Just a basic set of emotions would include uh, being happy, sad, angry, melancholy, in love, out of love, heartbroken. Anybody ever experienced any of those emotions? Uh, some of those are good. Some of those are not so good. But I love what the transitional video said it said under control and you might want to write this down for those that are taking notes under control your emotions can make you healthier and happier and improve the lives of those around you under control your emotions can make you healthier and happier and improve the lives of those around you so i started thinking if emotions can under control everybody say under control if, the, if our emotions under control can produce a positive effect, I can only assume that emotions out of control produce a negative effect. Put your hand on your chest say, oh, me. Yeah, because see, so many times at church, we're like, oh, yeah, that person, right? Yeah, that, yeah, that one, pastor over there. This dude I'm married to, him. No, no, no. My emotions need to stay under control. This was one of those messages that, that read me first before... 
Yeah, it went out because emotions can be all over the place. Have you ever met someone whose emotions are out of control? I'm going to need all the married people to do the right thing and look right up here. You met somebody that's, that has emotions. I didn't mean all the time, just sometimes. You know, when you hit that right button. How many married people know how to hit the button? How many people who are dating know how to hit the button? How many children know how to hit your parents' button? Ansley's not even looking at daddy right now. That just hit my button. Okay, so, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble. Nobody needs to get hurt today. But it's true. When we get into our feelings and our emotions, it can cloud our perspective and our ability to reason. It can affect our marriage. It can affect our relationships. And it also can interrupt and interfere with our finances, emotions. I titled today's, um, today's talk, it's actually going to be a collection of talks um, that we're going to go, th- go through for the next few weeks. Uh, and I simply titled it this, Emotions Can Make Things Messy. I think it was Amy or Ansley, one of them said, uh, I'm, I'm, that, that logo is, looks scary like the devil. Yeah, that's what emotions can make you look like sometimes when they get out of control. Make you look like the devil. I want us to look today and for the next few weeks at God's desire for you and me and his heart for our emotional well-being, our emotional stability. If you'll think back to where we talked last week uh, dealing with our foundation and, and when it's unstable, that's when we become unstable. When our emotions get unstable, that's when we become unstable and we make unstable choices, unstable relationships, unstable decisions. Anybody feel me this morning? You picking up what I'm laying down this morning. Why, why is this so important? Because how you're doing emotionally will determine the decisions that you and I make. How you're doing emotionally, how, how, how it's going on upstairs will, will, will determine how you function in your everyday life. When feelings and emotions go unchecked, they get you and I into all kinds of trouble and things get messy. So over the next few weeks, it's my goal to put a spotlight on the dangers of living an emotional roller coaster and how we need to get our heads and start navigating life through faith and facts and not what everybody says. Sometimes you need to put your phone down, turn social media off. It's important that you and I understand that it's not God's plan for you and I to become spiritual giants, but then to be left just to be a a toddler, so to speak, or an emotional toddler. Because a lot of people think, well, when I get saved, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta lay down my, 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 I lay down everything. I I just, I'm just, I'm just a dumb Christian. No, God wants us to be a spiritual giant, but he's also equipped us, and through this study, he's going to show us that it's important that we get emotionally stable and we start making em- rational or decisions. Is that right, teacher? Somebody help me. Rational decisions? Irrational means jacked up. Yeah, yeah. We need to be make- making more rational decisions, and you can't make a rational decision if you're, if you're living on the emotional roller coaster. I love to go to Six Flags, and I love how the, the roller coaster, when it goes up and then it comes down, and your hands up, it makes your stomach drop. You know what I'm talking about? But there's some times that when I make decisions in life, I get that same gut check. I get that same everything just drop. That's because I made an irrational decision. Anybody ever made an irrational decision in your life? I have, and so have you. God is not up in heaven Saying, well, 
If you just quote some scriptures and know a little bit of the lyrics to Elevation Worship, you'll be okay. No, 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 that's not what, he wants you to be strong and courageous. He wants you to be, he wants you to be a giant and full of him. That, it's not God. God is concerned about every area of your life. And including your emotional stability. This world will throw all kinds of circumstances at us to get our emotions all out of whack. Family, life, unexplainable things, things you didn't ask for. But what God is saying is he will give us the ability to comprehend. I, I will keep you steady when this world is throwing stuff and trying to mess with your foundation. He's saying if you will keep your foundation on me, stand on the rock, stand on my word, I will then keep you stable and you can make stable decisions and choices. Before I go on, let me just say, it's, he's not trying to strip you of your emotions. He's not trying to strip you of emotions. He, wants, he, he created you the way you are. Let me just show you this in uh, the Amplified uh, uh, Translation of 3 John uh, chapter 1, verse 2 says this. Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically just as I know your soul prospers Spiritually, basically what God is saying to us through his word is this. I want you to be healthy and I want you to be prosperous in every area of your life. You can be emotionally unhealthy. He's trying to get us to a place where we, we're, we're level on no matter what happens, we we're, we're, we're stay the same. We stay the same. So write this point down. I want to give you a couple right off the bat. It says this. God wants you to grow spiritually. That's why we come to church. That's why we gather. That's why the pastors and, 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 and teachers encourage you to, 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 to find time in your own week that you get into his word and learn so that you grow spiritually. Pastor Mike and I, and I'm so glad that... Michael C. and Melanie and, and Aaron are, are here. They came in for the weekend, and, 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 and we grew up in church, and we, like I said, we know all the, the things to say, but just because I grew up in church and I was raised in a pastor's home does not mean that I'm stable. Just because I can quote a little scripture, just because I can lead a little, little worship does not mean that I'm stable, and my family says amen. When life comes at us, how, what is your, what is your consistency? Is it like jello or is it like concrete? God's desire for us is that we might gather together as community of believers and through our time together that we might grow spiritually, we might become stronger in our faith, but he doesn't stop with our spiritual well-being. Number two, God wants you to prosper financially. In order to prosper financially, we must get a revelation on how God wants us to handle our finances. We've already taken up the offering, so don't get nervous. But I'm going to go ahead and let you know, at some point in our journey together, we're going to have to deal with how God wants us to, to handle finances. I don't like talking about money because people get funny when you talk about they money. Huh? You want to see somebody get emotional? You start touching that wallet. And I get it. I I, I never want to be, well, the church is just after my money. God just, man, God don't want your money. God don't need your money, but God is after your heart. Can I just rest here for a minute? All the bills are paid here. We're great. We have a church that gives. But what I'm telling you is if you're not doing it God's way, you can't freak out when all the stuff goes crazy. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a leader that tries to drum up emotion so that we can so we can get this. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. 
But what I understand is there's a connection to, to, to what, what my, my, my responsibility and my, and my um, willingness to do what God says is connected to how things happen in my life. You can say what you want to. You can say you're just another one of those preachers, but I'll always stand on God's word. God is not after your money. He's after your heart. The Bible says that where a man's treasure is, there will his heart be also. I love God with all my heart, but I can't get him. I'm not going to let him touch my wallet. He don't have your heart. I know this is a little tough and it's making you feel uncomfortable, but what I'm trying to say, I understand the, the, the demographics of where we live. I understand what the, the, the surrounding, but I'm telling you, it doesn't matter how it's always been. If we'll get connected and we'll do our finances the way God says, we can change we can change the dynamics and, and the infrastructures and, 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 and it's tired of driving down the road and seeing abandoned buildings. We need businesses to stay in business. Ah. People get mad at preachers when it's not that. I, he wants you to be, he wants you to be whole emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. But I've got to, in order for me to grow spiritually, I got to do what God says to do. In order for me to, to stay controlled emotionally, I got to do life the way God says. In order for me to prosper financially, I got to, I got to handle my finances the way that God says. Put that scripture up for me real quick. Malachi 3.10. You hear this one all the time. Uh, this translation rocked me. It said, bring the whole tithe. Everybody say whole. It says bring the whole tithe. What's a tithe? That's a tenth. I wouldn't even plan on saying this. I, I just had the verse I wanted to read it, but I'm telling you. Bring the whole tithe, not the tip, the tithe, into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Why do we give? It's so that you can be blessed and so there can be food in the house. Again, I, I'm not trying to drum up money. We've already taken up the offering. Hear my heart, ladies and gentlemen. We did not have to go to the bank and ask for a loan through COVID. Praise the Lord. We have not had to call the people that we rent from. I've already told you this, but I think it bears to be repeating so you understand where my heart is today. We've not had to tell the people we rent from and pay three grand a month. Three grand a month for this place. And we, did, we have not had to call them and tell them, sorry, we can't make the payment this month. You know why? Because we have a house of givers. We have a group of people that understand I'm going to obey God's word and they're seeing fruit of it in their life. You can't get fruit if you don't plant a seed. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get unbashful about preaching because I can't look, I can't, if, if I tell you God wants you to be prosperous and God wants to bless you, but I refuse to declare what God's word says on how to handle our money, and by the way, I do exactly what his word says too, but if I'm a pastor that says, oh, he wants to bless you, but I never show you the, the, the road map to how to make that happen, then you might as well turn me off. Amen. And it's God who keeps me balanced to make sure that I don't get, it's not, it's not a big, we had a B3 organ, we'd just go somewhere right there. Church would just go nuts. It's sweating up here, hot. So God cares about your, you spiritually. God cares about you financially. I'm going to move right off the finances. Here it goes. And God also wants you and I to be healthy. Healthy. Why does he want us to be rested and eat well? Because your body and my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. You, what you're seeing today, this is, this is God's temple. I've chosen to let him have it. He can do with it what he wants. He can say, to, say, say anything through it that he wants to. Are you doing that today? Are you saying, you know what? This body belongs to you. And I'm going to say no to these things because I don't want to defile the temple. God wants you to be right spiritually, financially, physically, and emotionally. 
the reason many of us run into problems navigating our lives is because we are an emotional mess. Emotions have a way of making things get messy real fast. I love him, Pastor B. You don't understand. I just think he's the one. And so if you get your emotions involved and you exit Jesus stage right, don't get confused or frustrated or emotional when things get out of sync. Keep every area of your life on, founded on the rock, founded on the foundation. Stop getting into your emotions. Let's get into the facts. What's Jesus say? Seek first the kingdom of God then and his righteousness. I got to stay in right standing with him. Then all these things, my house, my car, who I'm dating, who I'm married to, with my kids, this, that, and the other. Seek God first. Keep him first. When we get, our, when we get in our feelings... What was his name? What's his name? Is it Drake? Who, who did that song? Kiki, Do You Love Me? I don't encourage you to go watch the video, but I did see a little bit of the... Then I had to turn it off. It's got brother man standing down at his girlfriend's house like Romeo and Juliet in 2020. Talking about Kiki, Do You Love Me? You know why? Because he was all wrapped up in his feelings. And then, his, and then the girl's mama comes out and said, I thought I told you to leave. She got all up in her feelings too. I <laughs> don't know why I went there. I do know why because the word feelings is like right there. Psalm 64.1. Watch what David wrote. Listen and help, O God. This is David. Listen and help, O God. I'm reduced to a whine and a whimper. What he's saying is what many of us feel on the regular. What he's saying is I'm obsessed with, this is what we say, I'm obsessed with my emotions. I'm thinking and creating uh, uh, false narratives <laughs> and, and what ifs. I'm emotional. That's my new word for the day, by the way. I'm emotional and I have anger issues and I'm passive aggressive on Facebook. That's what he's saying. I'm emotional. I, I'm good one minute and then I'm down the next. And then I got to log into Facebook so I can tell everybody. Why don't you log into Jesus? Then you don't have to worry about what you're going through and what you got to face tomorrow. There's one thing about asking for prayer. There's another thing just putting your junk on the street. Ain't everything you got to share for public consumption. Well, who you need to share it with is Jesus and leave the rest alone. We spend most of our lives on the emotional roller coaster. What God wants to say to you and I today is this. We cannot navigate our lives based on my feelings. I can't navigate life by my feelings. I could just, I could just, I could just, every point, I could just open up and go, this is how I have messed up in this area. This is how I messed up in this area. And I'm hoping that as I'm sharing that you're going, yep, and I, I, I got that. I, I'm messing up in that area too. B's car still ain't acting right. And I get all up in my emotions. I'm telling you, stuff been gotten twisted up yesterday. You ever got to deal with the same issues every day, time and time and time again? He's trying to teach me something, and I can't seem to figure out what the answer is. I know the answer is Jesus. Stop worrying about everything else. But God is not trying to strip you. I already said this. God is not trying to strip you of our emotions when God created us in his image the image that image also included emotions throughout scripture God reveals himself through emotions the Bible is full of verses that says God has anger this is going to 
blow up your theology. And I actually had to go look some of this stuff up because I was like, but I, and this next one's one, the one that got me. God has jealousy. God, jealous, absolutely. Because he laid down everything for you. God has grief. He has compassion. He has joy. But the difference between God's emotion and our emotion is this. God's emotion doesn't lead him to impure actions. Did you hear me? The difference between my emotion and God's emotion is my emotion will lead me to impure actions. Our emotions, God's emotions will never do that, but our emotions will every time. When our emotions get cattywampus. We feel anger, we feel grief, and we do stupid things to destroy our future based on our emotions. Ever done something that kind of that sets you on a, a detour of where you were going in life, of where, where God was calling you because you made a choice, you made a decision, and now all of a sudden I'm finding myself on a dark path, a dark road with dark people? God wants us to be emotionally healthy so that we can say, even though I feel this, I don't have to act on it. Even though she makes me feel this way, I don't have to act on it. That can go both ways, by the way, depending on where your mind's at right now. But I really want you to go both ways with it so you understand what I'm saying. She can... Walking away. Our emotional stability with others, write this down, oh my gosh. Our emotional stability with others is directly linked to our relational stability with God. How I relate to my family has everything to do, full disclosure, has everything to do with how much time I've spent relational, in my relationship with God. How you deal with issues shows everybody where you are in your relationship with God. I'm close with God, Pastor B. No, you're not. Because right now you got a spirit of offense on you. Just because I tap something doesn't mean you need to... Ex- hmm? As we kick off this collection of talks, I want to give you a couple things that you can take home today. Here's the first one. Feelings come and feelings go. Anger is a feeling. How she makes you feel is a feeling. It It'll, it will pass. Don't make decisions based on how it makes you feel. Don't respond to somebody who said something negative towards you because you feel better because you just cut them down. And now you got to go ask for forgiveness, not just to them, but to God because you assaulted them. And I don't mean with a weapon. I mean with your words, which is a weapon. I'm preaching a whole lot harder than y'all letting on today. I'm just saying. Me too. Because it feels good to let some stuff out. Full disclosure. I never want to be a church that we come in here and go, put all your skeletons in the closet. We don't want to see them. Just play with your friends during the week. One day I'm upset. One day I'm offended. I'm in my feelings. The next day I feel good. Ever been there? I get a nosebleed from all the times I'm like, yay! feels so good up here. Whoa, what in the world's going on? God. 
Get to a place where you say, I feel this way, but, but this emotion won't stay. I, I feel that I, I, this is how I want to respond, but, but, but Jesus, help me. Carrie Underwood said it best, Jesus, take the wheel. Listen, the only reality to your feelings are they are coming and going. Coming and going. Coming and going. I can't govern my life off feelings because they are not facts. Feelings are like flowers. They wither and die. But they will grow if you water them. And what you think is a flower is actually a weed sent there, put there to take you out. Isaiah 48, 40 verse 8 says, The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. Listen, I'm not building my life off what is temporary. I'm building my life on what is everlasting. His name is Jesus Christ. Therefore, every area of my life, I will place, I will place every desire, every thought, everything that I want, every mood, every emotion, I will place it on the altar. I declare today that I am going to be a better person, a better husband. How real do you want to be? I will be a better pastor, a better leader, a better shepherd. I will let God control my emotions. And I understand I got two people that live in my house right now that are going, okay, we'll see. But God's up in heaven going, see, the reason people don't like to come to church is because that once they hear the truth, then they know they got to make a decision. And just like they're watching me going, we'll see, we'll see what's going to happen when you're caught. Mm-mm. But what God is doing in heaven today is he's going, you're hearing some truth, but what you going to do with it? I'm, I'm sure there's some people in here that have been on the emotional roller coaster through this COVID. If anything, COVID has made us feel emotional and get up all in our feelings. Don't tell me what I got to do. Don't tell me I got I, I to gotta walk through the parking lot with a mask on. The enemy... Uh, Don't make a decision based on a feeling or emotion. It will not last. Then you'll be stuck with the consequence of your jacked up decision. So let's recap. Feelings come, feelings go. Number two, I'm doing good on time. There is sensibility with sobriety. That's why the Bible says don't get drunk. Because when you get drunk, which I'm not talking about drinking. I don't like you, Pastor. You're talking about my money. Now you're talking about my bottle. I'm not talking, but the, the reason it says that is because you are not stable in your mind and you can't make a, a, real, a real solid choice. Is that line solid or is there some dots in it so I can pass this car under the influence? How many decisions are you making under the influence? And I'm not talking about what's in the bottle. I'm talking about under the influence of everybody else. What decisions are you making in your life under the influence of social media? What decisions are you making in your life under the influence of what everybody else thinks about you? Who cares? Many of us get so emotionally drunk and emotionally and and have such an emotional hangover, we say hurtful things and begin to vomit out anger and hatred thinking it's going to make us feel better. Remember what I said? Don't say something out of emotion just because you feel good when you said it. I guarantee you when the emotion goes, you're going to feel bad about what you said. 
And for students in here, just because he or she makes you feel a certain way and I've got to give myself to them physically just because that, that emotion too. See, i got to talk to the young people because they ain't had no time because COVID's got us on lockdown where we just meet once a week. So i got to talk to them. Just because that emotion, that emotion too will be gone and then you're going to be left with all kinds of connections and your stability will be all over the place. Your emotion, you think you felt something then, make a choice outside of God's, outside of God's direction and you're going to feel all kinds of emotions. And they'll hang out a lot longer than the ones that will pass. Some of them will, pass, will stay a lifetime. He never said you can't be forgiven, but he never said I have to remove the consequence for the choice that you made. Should I close now or keep going? Okay. What you need is some sobriety so that you can get some sensibility. Proverbs 16.32 sums it up this way. He who, this is the amplified translation. He who is slow to anger is better and more honorable than the mighty soldier. We feel like we got to come in and bow that chest out and flex a little bit. No, 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 no. The Bible says that he who is slow to anger is better and more honorable, for those of you that are worried about what everybody thinks, than the mighty soldier and he who rules and controls his own spirit than he who captures a city. You want to know if you're really, if you're really being spiritually sensible? Run your emotion, emotional response through the spirit filter. If you want to know if you're making the right choices, run your response, your emotional response through the spirit filter. What's that? It's found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And it says, But the fruit of the Spirit... That's the result of his presence that we sing about today. That's the fruit of the Spirit. You'll only find it when you get in his presence. Is the result of his presence within us? This is it. It's love, which is unselfish concern for others. Unselfish. Joy. Inner peace. That means, that means not peace that's going on the outside. It's called, even though hell's going on the outside, I got an inner peace in me. Everybody say inner peace. That's the fruit of the Spirit. It's love, joy, peace. Patience, not the ability, I love this, it's not the ability to wait, but how we act while we're waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. If you're exemplifying these key areas, your emotions are probably in check. Remember what I said, emotions that are out of check will always mess you up. They're dangerous. So when circumstances arise and life happens, we respond with emotions. But how we respond depends solely on the stableness of our relationship with God. We've got to remember that feelings come and feelings go. And we've got to remember there is sensibility with sobriety. There's a story in Genesis that many of you probably are familiar with about, about a guy by the name of Isaac. We're talking about emotions, making decisions based on your current state, the dangers. You may have heard about Isaac. Isaac's dad was Abraham. Abraham is the same guy that had a, story, a song wrote about him, and some of you know it. Father Abraham had many and many. Father Abraham. Did y'all not go to vacation Bible school? And I am one of them, and so were you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right arm, left arm, right foot, left foot. Turn around, stomp your feet. Everything is going down. Okay, I'm just kidding. That was the remix version. 
It's the same guy. And Isaac was, was one of those sons that he had. Isaac was married to a girl by the name of Rebekah. He married her when he was 40 years old. When Isaac turned 60, Rebekah gave birth to two twin boys. Their names were Esau and Jacob. Esau was the firstborn. He was more of a manly man. He was more of the, the, uh, the woods guy. That would not be me. I was more like Jacob. Jacob was more of the, I'm, at, I'm hanging at the house. I'm chilling. You, you do you. I'm going to do me. That, 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 that kind of thing. And Esau came in from the woods one day super hungry. Everybody say hangry. Ever, ever been hangry before? Somebody say, what's that, B? That means you're so hungry, you just got real angry, real ugly. Your emotions are all over the place, and watch out whoever's around. Yeah, hangry. He came in one day and hangry. Jacob saw Esau. Uh, Jacob saw Esau's desperation. What did, he, what did Esau want? He, he walked in the house, smelled something good. It wasn't soap. He smelled food. He f- smelled lentil soup. I don't know really what that is. Thank God we don't eat lentil soup. If you do, that's great. I'm just not a soup person, so... Jacob saw an opportunity to capitalize on Esau's emotional state. Everybody say emotional state. Because Esau was the firstborn, he was set to get the massive inheritance. So Jacob was like, hey, dude, you want soup? <laughs> let me have what's coming to you. Let me, ha- let me have your inheritance. Okay. We're, again, we're talking about making, making choices on how you feel right now. Remember, remember what I said? <laughs> it wasn't a skip in the CD. I just can't talk. Remember what I said, feelings come and feelings go. So what happened? Esau was like, I need this bowl of soup right now. I am hangry. I'm going to make a decision out of emotion based on temporary. Listen, when you're emotional, you will always be short-sighted. Remember what we did last week? How you always focus on what's closest, right? And it blocks out the good. It blocks out what's bigger. It blocks out what's better. When you're emotional, you will always be short-sighted, only able to see what's right in front of you, giving no consideration for the long-term effects. That's what happens when you get emotional. Genesis 25. Let me just read this to you real quick. Genesis 25, 32. And I'm bringing it down, promise. Esau said, I'm starving. What good is a birthright if I'm dead? Jacob, Jacob said, well, first swear to me, and he did it. On oath, Esau traded away his rights as the firstborn. Jacob gave him bread and stew of lentils. He ate and drank, got up and left. That's how Esau shrugged off his rights as the firstborn. There's another translation that says that Esau actually despised his birthright. He was mad about the decision that he made. What am I saying? When emotions are involved, things can get messy. Get out of your emotions. Stop making decisions off of feelings and start making decisions off of facts. Ask yourself, do I control my emotions or do my emotions control me? This is so important. You and I cannot step, listen, we cannot step into our full potential until we learn to master our emotions. And the only way you can master your emotions is when you take your emotions to the master. That's saying, I got anger issues, I need you to help me. Listen, emotions can be dangerous. If emotions aren't controlled, they can be a trap. They can set you and I up for failure. In just a moment, I've asked Pastor Mike to come and and, uh, Pastor Michael C. to come and to bless the house. And then we're going to close out with one last song. 
that I, I just they had it playing today. It's a song we do, but they had it playing this morning while we were we were in our prayer time. And I said, what a way to connect. Because the only way that you're gonna the only way that you're gonna be able to transfer your emotions to him and let him have it is when you declare, God, let there be more of you and less of me. Before he comes, I want to. This is what I know to be true about God. Remember what I said. Base your emotions off of faith and facts. This is the fact. This is a fact. The Lord God is with you. You can write this fast, write however you want to. God is with me. The Lord God is with you. He will never leave you and he will not forsake you. You are his. He has chosen you and he has not abandoned you. So fear not. He is with you. When you go through the fire, he will be right there with you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He is a hiding place for you. He surrounds you. We sang that, we sang that this morning. God, surround me. I don't feel God. Well, then ask for him to surround you. I guarantee you he'll show up. The reason he's not there is because he's confused. Is that, is that place for me or is that place reserved for you and what you want? Maybe the reason we're not feeling him is because we haven't provided a place for him. He forgives all your iniquity. He heals all your diseases. He redeems your life from the pit. Surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Worry and anxiety will not last forever. Don't make decisions based on the emotion of worry and doubt, fear and anxiety. It will not stand against the presence of God. Sorrow may last for a night, but joy will come in the morning. You may be in the middle of the night and you're saying, Dear God, how late, how many hours are, how many hours are in the night? Because I feel like I hadn't seen any light. Maybe get back in his presence. Maybe you stepped away just for a side peek to see what the enemy's got for you. Maybe you want to see what he can promise you. Maybe his lentil soup is a lot better than... Everyone standing all over this room. I got to shut it down. Hear these words. Hear these words. And then Pastor Mike's coming. As a matter of fact, he can go ahead and come on. His, come on, come on. You are not alone. Gethsemane. What's that? That's the place where Jesus was crucified. You are not alone. Gethsemane shows us that. There is someone who cares for you. The cross proves that. Your future is not dark. The resurrection declares that. You will be used by God to make a difference in this world because Pentecost proclaims that. Worry, fear, doubt, anxiety has no power over the resurrection. You belong to God. Come on, somebody. Let's get some praise. Come on, we do better than that at ball games. We just heard the word of God and we're standing around just patty caking. God's word is strong. And Pastor B did an awesome job. I mean, it's a whole lot better being in person than it is sitting at the TV, you know, with your ear plugs in and, and, and watching it on, on, on your phone. But um, he asked me last night, he said, do, do you mind blessing? I was like, sure, why not? So I've been instructed not to go long-winded, and I've been instructed not to cry. So that's two things I'm trying not to do. But um, me and my family, it's an honor to be here this morning, and we do appreciate the love and support that you guys do every week. 
Um, I know it's been tough on people. COVID's, COVID's real, you know, but God's, he's more real. And he can handle it, every situation that we put ourselves in. Um, something that's really been on my heart for um, probably the, the past week. Um, I can't sing, so my wife's just like, mm, let it go. Let it go. You. Mm. So um, there's a scripture that I want to um, read to you guys. I can get my phone to work. It's Numbers 6, 24 through 26. It says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord, Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up, lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And I bless you guys with that scripture. This house is a strong house. This house has had a lot of change. And more change is coming. But the Lord is shining upon you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to be in your house and in your presence. God, I bless these people. Not because I'm some special person but I bless them because you've ordained me to be able to bless them now I pray Lord that you would just guide each and every one of these people as they go out of this house today that you keep them that you shine your face upon them and that you keep them and guard them I just bless you for Pastor B and Amy and Angela Grace. God, I thank you, God, for their hospitality this weekend. I pray, Lord, that you continue to bless their house, bless this church, bless every step that they make, that it always honors you. And we give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' name. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.